0: Hi, guys. Welcome back to Through the Rift. I'm Kira. I'm here with Claire. And we have a special guest today. And that is Prisha. Prisha, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, firstly, hello, everyone. And
1: it's so nice to meet you both. And so excited to talk to you guys today. Uh, this is Prisha, a 16 year old from India. If I had to describe who Prisha is, I would probably describe her as optimistic forever excited, an overthinker, and definitely a tad bit lazy. Also, just a brief introduction about what I do. So I have a small business named Crayons, which helps in encouraging self-love and self-care. It just completed its one year today and super grateful for that. Apart from that, I'm also the creative director of a student-led non-profit organization named Flamme. And yes, along with that, I have a keen interest towards art, literary, and cinema. So I think that's me.
0: I love that. I love that. Damn, okay. We definitely share a lot of your
2: interests. Yeah, we definitely do share. I was going to say mentioning, um, you mentioned cinema and literature. Yes. Mm.
1: I I love cinema, art, literature.
2: Mm. So, sorry, it's a little early for me.
0: Claire just woke up. We, we have a time difference as... Prisha is in India. For her, it's 5 p.m. in the evening. For us, it's 7.30 a.m., mm. which is not bad for some people. Um, but Claire woke up not too many minutes ago. Thank you for it. Is, so it days, is girl. difficult.
1: Like, I totally understand. We could have done it a little bit. Oh, no.
0: But we're very excited to talk to you. So we're all good. Me too. We are all good. So you talked about Flamere. And on it, you are the creative director of this youth-led organization uh, which works towards improving mental health and equality. So, can you tell us a little bit about this organization that you have?
1: Obviously. So, FLAME, as you mentioned, is a nonprofit organization, which, was, which is founded by my dear friend, Ifat Ikram, who is also 16, by the way. And our main ideals are mental well-being and equality. We try to spread awareness about our idols in different parts of the world. We are based in India, but we do have a few chapters of Lamey, which is spread across the globe. As in, we have Flemmer Egypt, Flemmer Pakistan, Flemmer Ukraine, and just like a lot more. And we hope that we have a lot more chapters in the coming years too. And I also hope that our continuous efforts in bringing development in regards to our idols Get successful one day.
0: So, what what exactly do you guys do? Like, when in meetings or whatever events?
1: Yes. So we uh, we hold webinars, and currently we are also planning on doing a pen pals program with collaborations with other organization who serves for the same cause. And basically, since we are from India, we'll talk about it later. I think, but in India, mental well being and equality is not very much aware of like by different people especially the older generation they don't know a lot about mental well-being and equality so we really want to create a safe environment especially for teenagers and the youth so that you know they grow up in a safer environment where these all our ideas are openly talked about so yes we try to spread awareness via webinars and events and collaborations and like Whatever we can do, we try to do it. And
2: you (laughs) mentioned how, I think it was like, it was, was it Flamer Flamer that was one year or was it Crayons one year?
1: It was Crayons one year. Flamer was started on October, 2020. So it's been like a lot of
2: time. So like you joined fairly early then, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, so Flamer was started by, uh, I mentioned Ifat on October, Mm -hmm. 2020. And I joined Flamer on around May 2021, so like almost a year I'm a part of the month.
2: Yeah, so um, I when I was like reading your bio, I found it curious. How did you come up with the name Crayons?
1: Alright, so it's a deep, like it's not a very like interesting story. So one day, like just my sister, my elder sister, and I was sitting in the playground just swinging and enjoying. Just then I thought of deciding a name for my small business and I asked my sister. So actually my sister helped me come up with the name crayons. She is definitely like the best at like coming up with names. So she helped me and we discussed the name and it was actually a long one. We initially thought of the yellow crayon, but I I just wanted to be like a one word. So then we came up with crayons and it is basically this name because you know whenever you heard the heard the hear the name crayons the first thing that comes in your mind is childhood and colorful and you know just embracing childhood and that inner child in you so uh, we generally wanted people to realize that you know like even if you're an adult you should never forget your inner child and you should always enjoy your life to the fullest because you know how kids are right kids enjoy even the tiny moments you know without thinking about anything else so we actually wanted this to be our message, message and yeah so i think that's about it we just wanted our brand to radiate cheerfulness and happiness and just sheer your
0: childhood mm-hmm. I love that because especially uh, with you saying that the older generations might not be as aware of mental health issues, but the younger generations are becoming increasingly more conscious of it. So I love that you're, what you're involved in kind of reflects that like Flamer and Crayons being something that can represent the youth. And um, just to clarify for the, for the listeners, right? You founded Crayons yourself. It's a small business. Uh, revolves around helping people to experience self-love and self-care. It's separate from from Flamer, the organization. Yeah, so what exactly do you guys sell or offer at Crayons?
1: Okay, so all our products in Crayons, help in encouraging self-love and self-care. Like it's a tagline actually, a small business that works towards helping you in your self-care journey. So uh, we deal in printed stickers and we have actually just launched our first pack of stickers. So we were just so excited for it. And we also deal in printed diaries, printed self-care journals. Actually, our first ever product was self-care Journal. It was handmade, like initially it started off with handmade, but uh, in the past few weeks I have gone printed and digital, but not leaving behind the handmade part as well. So yes, we deal in handmade journals, printed journals, handmade diaries, printed diaries, stickers, like basically all the things that help you in letting go of your... Uh, like and anxiety and your situations and whatever you are dealing with right now, you know, journals help you in expressing yourself and you just feel safe by writing in a journal, right? It's like a meditative tactic too. So I think that's why I started off with journals because it is a great self-help technique.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And I try to like journal myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it's separate, Frayant and flamer but how do you think if at all, is your management of crayons connected to your experience working at Flamere? Because I think it's a little similar with the ideals that the two It have. is,
1: it is. So uh, it is really, really, like the reason I've joined Flamere was because of crayons, because I started crayons, I think, 10 days before I joined Flamere. So it was not a, not a lot of like, Time gap. But I joined Flammair because I started Crayons. And, you know, since I was so passionate about mental well-being and helping people, and I just came across this amazing organization, which helps to spread awareness about the same cause. And I was really passionate about it, because all of our members even now are below the age of 18, 19. So all of us are students and all of our, like, is our teams, right? So I was actually really keen working towards it. And you know, since Crayons is like a creative platform, right? It is like a creative side. I make journals, I make stickers, and it is just like a world of creativity. And mm-hmm. even in Flamare, I am the creative director. So, you know, I get to showcase my creativity, both in Crayons as as well as in Flamare. So, you know, I think both of, I just love being creative. And I think it's just what I do. And I was really happy that, you know, I got selected as the creative director. I mean, I was not initially the creative director. I was initially the content writer in Flamair, but I just got kind of promoted
2: to the creative director. And Mm -hmm. yes. Congratulations. Thank you. And yeah, and you previously mentioned that even in Flamair and like your business, you guys are fairly young. We're all fairly young considering we're teenagers. So like, does that itself have like pros and cons?
1: It definitely, do. it definitely does. I mean, it has a lot of good things about it as well. And I think the only bad thing is that sometimes, you know, since we all are young, people don't take us seriously, you know, because, you know, especially the adults, they are just like, you know, they are kids, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Right? Just focus on your studies. So I think we have dealt with a few people, even of our age, who used to tell us that they're just doing anything, you know, just they're doing anything, they don't know what they're doing, you know, so Actually, it was like a lot to deal deal it. But we know that we are doing it for a good reason. And we will definitely succeed on it that day, uh, one day. And we are doing it since like October 2020. So it's been like two years now almost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're doing great. And about the pros, there are a lot of pros. I mean, I made such wonderful friends via Flamer that too in different parts of the country, in different parts of the world, to be specific and you know it's just it's just really great that we we just you know I think working for a cause that you truly believe in just makes you feel better automatically about yourself too because you just feel that you are at least trying to bring a change in the world you Mm -hmm. know even if it does not happen but you are trying right and if like if you're just complaining about a problem and you're not trying about it trying to improve it that then that's not useless I mean yes
0: you're obviously very passionate about mental health and self-care um, but I think it really is a true struggle if there's this idea that teenagers are less likely to be successful in what they do with like your crayon small business so was there a time you wanted to quit or give up with crayons um, and how did you deal with that situation or overcome it?
1: Totally. I mean, I can't even tell you the times I thought of giving up. I've never shared it, but there were there are like there was times when I used to be just like a little bit impatient because uh, I think the key to a successful small business is being patient, you know, because you don't generally get orders like on a regular basis. If you blow up like a huge huge blow up, you if you get a huge blow up, then only you will get uh, orders like daily and hourly. But, you know, whenever I didn't used to get orders, I used to be so demotivated and I just used to be like, I'm doing nothing in life and I'm just just wasting my time. Why am even doing this, you know, I used to have those things that I used to doubt myself worth, actually. So I thought of quitting it and I actually took a break also for around like a month or so, a month or two. I took a break from crayons, uh, I think last year and then my sister actually motivated me and she was just like I'm, I'm talking too much about my sister but she actually helped me a lot oh, <laughs> yeah so my sister actually told me that if you're really passionate about it then you should definitely go ahead and you will obviously succeed one day if you are following your passion so yes and actually she owns a business too so she actually motivated me to just go through with it mm-hmm. so yes I uh, there are times when I feel low but like having my mom's and my sister's words in my ears i just
2: keep going yeah and i can totally agree with like the fact that you mentioned it gives you a purpose it gives you a drive to be motivated like with a lot of my um um like clubs that i join and a lot of like especially like the rift podcast it's genuinely like a nice i mean obviously a podcast is different from your organizations but it, it just gives you like a sense of like fulfillment like yeah i'm actually doing something and it's nice because you get to connect with your team members as well. So I agree with yes, that. Yes.
0: It's more than going through the normal phases of life, eating, drinking, food, sleep, going to yes. school. It's more than that because you truly want to do it yourself. But do you think, Prisha, that you're still in the having to be patient phase of crayons? Yes, I guess.
1: Because, uh, you know, I am still, I think, very young and I have a lot of uh, like a long way to go. And I think I will keep on getting patient. Like even in real life, I'm not very patient. I mean, I'm patient only when it comes to people, but I'm not patient when it comes to, you know, things happening, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. So a lot so of I ambition. get really
1: impatient. Yeah, I get really impatient. Like, I just want everything, like, on the spot. And my mom scolds me, actually, about it. Uh, But, yeah, so I think in real life, as well as in crayons and in I really have to learn to be more patient. And I think over the past one year, I have become a little patient. And I hope that I will become even more in the coming years.
0: Yeah, so besides being patient, is there any more advice to teens who might want to start a business or an organization similar to you? Yes. So
1: uh, in my opinion, it's like the greatest thing that you can ever do. I mean, if you are passionate about starting an organization or a small business, you should definitely do it. No second thoughts about it. You know, if you're sure about it, obviously you should go through it, uh, go through with it. Uh, but the thing is, uh, you need to be really patient first, firstly, like we have talked about that, right? So you have to be patient. And even if you're not patient right now, it's okay, you will be patient through like in the journey, you will become more patient in the journey. So it's totally fine. And secondly, don't ever doubt your self worth. Because when I started crayons, I used to be so self critical. And I just, just doubted my self worth too much, you know, and I will advise people that, you know, blowing up a small business is difficult, promoting it, it is difficult. And, you know, there are loads of small businesses and you can be successful if you just work towards it without thinking about the end result. Because, you know, just trust the process, don't think about the end result and the numbers, you just have to keep on working, and keep on creating amazing products and just believing in yourself. Mm -hmm. And, Whoever is thinking about starting a small business or an organization or any other venture, just all the best and you'll do great. Do not worry about anything else and do not listen to anybody. Even if somebody says you cannot do it, trust me, you can do it. If, if I can do it, you can do it.
2: Mm-hmm. So you also meant, you know, I'm bringing back the fact that crayons is when you're, when you're old at this point. So like, because you've been um running this small business of crayons for so long is there any still like future goals for you since you did mention that you do want to keep doing this for a long time
1: yes so I do have a lot of future goal actually like I see from my sorry I see crayons as like a big thing in the future like I hopefully want it to be a big deal in the future I uh the The soon, like the near future thing that I want to do regarding crayons is I want to ship internationally. I mean, currently our products are only shipped to India, like in India, but I really wanted to go outside India as well. I mean, it's just expansion, right? So I hope that we can do it soon. And I really hope that our small, like my small business crayons uh, inspire a lot of other small businesses to just keep on doing things and you know yeah so I have a lot of future goals like when I turn like a little older I want to do other things as well but apart from that I will always want to work on crayons too I mean you know like I am planning on studying medical after 10th and Mm -hmm. I really hope that even after I become a doctor I don't I don't want to quit crayons I just want to keep on making it like a big business like mm-hmm. you know maybe it will be a multinational company one day who knows I <laughs> well,
2: think it's look out for your multinational it's company. possible
0: and I really it's really nice to hear that your small business crayons you have so many aspirations for it um, and that you know you really got this business going mm. and you see it going farther you see it really persisting with it. Uh, and I think a lot of people, especially when they're younger, <clears throat> when they're on when they're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, they're thinking of starting a business or organization, they do this long-term procrastination, where short-term procrastination is when there are deadlines to tests or to studying for um, an assignment or doing homework. But there's no deadline for when to start A business, Mm -hmm. and so something like that. I think it's really inspiring to see that you did that at the ripe young age of fifteen. You're still doing it sixteen, and you see it going further. That is really, really good to see. And we hope to do that with like through the rift too. Thank you so
1: much. That is literally the sweetest thing ever. (laughs) And thank you so much.
0: But I also think it's interesting. You're thinking of going into medicine, right? Do you think that is going to be difficult in terms of your mental health? Because, from what I know, the medical field, you have to know a lot, you have to study a lot, it's a long process. Long hours. Yeah. It soon. is.
1: Mm. So, uh, the reason I am a little passionate about medical as well, because obviously it helps people too, you know, like doctors, like help people, right, to recover and. It helps families, gives happiness to families. And that is literally the sole reason of my like living, livingness. And I generally want to help people. And obviously, it will be difficult. And that is why I'm giving myself two years. And in the next two years, I'm going to study science. I don't know how is it in the US. But in India, after 10th, you get to study science for two years. And after that, you technically go into medical so uh, yes so my mom actually guided me through it and I'm gonna like give myself a chance because I definitely want to experiment with it and give myself the opportunity to just try it out you know so Mm -hmm. that's why for the next two years I'm gonna study science and after two years I'm gonna decide if it is definitely for me or I'm gonna try out something else so you know like I believe in giving myself opportunities and I like to try out things and There's this quote that I like to say that in life, you should try everything and experience everything.
2: So, yeah. I think that's the main point in terms of like like many people in the medical field is you need to have this driving force. And what I see is you do have that driving force. You do have the motivation. So I'm pretty sure you don't have to worry. You will succeed in the future. At least that's what I think you will.
1: Yeah. That's so um, sweet. You guys, you guys are just hyping me
0: up. And it's just so
1: sweet. Thank of you so course. much. We have
0: to hype each other up, especially when I see someone that has so much potential and is already doing great things. Mm-hmm. And I think I see a lot of my peers, they have interests, but they're afraid to try it out like you are doing. And then there's a lot of pressure, I think, to like decide a career before you even get into it and to plan out this entire future and of course you need that s- a little bit of safety a little bit of planning ahead but at the same time we only have one life to live that is so that's so cringy that's true and, that's true yolo right you only live once and you have to <laughs> yes live you better. do you have to try everything out as Prisha does mm-hmm. and i um, think that's yeah good. give yourself the chance i hope you do well maybe Next time we contact you, you'll be a doctor.
2: You'll be a doctor 10 years down the line. Be like, please collaborate with us again. uh,
0: That is so sweet.
1: I don't have any words. I'm just like, I'm just repeating the line. You guys are so sweet because you actually are.
2: Uh And going back on topic, but in terms of mental health, now specifically for teens, what do you think is the biggest issue?
1: Okay. So since I am a teen, I would like to answer from a teen's perspective. So firstly, I think a lot of us don't know how to deal with anxiety or depression or mental health issues. You know, these things are very new for a teen, especially in a place where I come from, like in India, where mental well being is not talked about largely. So you know that when you turn a teenager, you don't generally know what are the feelings, what are the alien feelings that you're going through, and you just become so frustrated and so angry, and you just let it all out, you know, in Mm -hmm. different forms. Secondly, I think, especially due to media and social media platforms, it has become very easy and unfortunately, common to doubt our self worth, you know, to compare the way we look, the way we dress, the way we talk, etc, to that of a celebrity or a model. And thirdly, being a teen, you go through a lot of changes, obviously, mentally, physically, socially, uh, due to adolescence, I think everybody knows that. And I think this age is difficult, but we will get through it. I promise. Yeah.
0: We hopefully we will get through it. But on social media, I think that's becoming a bigger issue, especially as it becomes more popular. Um, from what I know, I think Instagram is probably one of the biggest social media platforms. Uh, Instagram. It ever, is. Yes. Yeah. That comes up in the conversation of teenagers uh, and their mental health. Um. But yeah, how do you kind of balance that of wanting to share your passions? wanting to share what's going on with flamer, with crayons, with your personal life. How do you balance that with mental health concerns and making sure you're always more in that healthy healthy zone? That's
1: a very good question, by the way. And yeah, to answer that, Uh, I'm obviously, I'm also a human. And there are times when I feel very low, and I feel like not doing anything at all. But I think the one reason that I do is, you know, whenever I'm in a stage where my personal life or my work life is just like one of one of my personal life or work life is just messing up. And what I do is I just calm myself down. And I'm just like, you know, you have to learn how to separate these two. And that's what I do. Like, you know, whenever there's a problem in my personal life, and I say I have a meeting or an order to complete. So I just, I just say to myself that these are completely two different worlds of my life. And I should focus on each one of them differently with with a different mindset so if I'm low and something wrong is going on in my personal life I don't let it get to me uh, in regards of my professional life I try to keep my work life balanced out and it's just the thing that I think I've learned over these years because obviously you can't the world won't stop for you and you have to get going right and Yeah, so something if something happens in my professional life, I used to keep it to that I don't let it affect my personal life. So I think it is a very good quality. And it is actually, you know, a lot of people don't generally learn how to like know how to differentiate between the two worlds but trust me if you know how to differentiate between the two worlds it's just amazing because Mm -hmm. initially i didn't know how to do it and whenever some minor thing used to happen in my personal life i used to be so messed up that i used to cancel my meetings i used to make excuses and you know stuff like that so i think i've learned a lot in the past few years and i hope to keep learning more
0: well i'm sure you will Yeah. And I I see that it's relatable in that you who really cares about mental health and you're obviously like a very strong young woman, but you still have that struggle, or at least you had more struggles and you might still have struggles, but you're overcoming that little by little. And it's with the realization that whatever you post, whatever you put out there, you become more comfortable in that whatever the the reaction is to it, mm-hmm. uh, you're kind of, you're comfortable in that this is you, this is you just posting, you're doing nothing wrong. Uh, and then that way you can kind of safeguard
2: your mental health, making sure you're all good. Mm-hmm. I feel like just in general, establishing of a very strong sense of self. This is yeah. like, like Kira said, like this is who I am. I don't have to change for anyone. This is the change I'm advocating for. So that's actually something similar, I believe, your organization and um, the RIFT has. I feel like we aren't necessarily concerned. I mean, we are concerned about certain topics. We're not gonna go controversial topics. But similar to um, your organizations, we also do talk about teen issues. And although some, I mean, I feel like nowadays in America specifically, teen issues are starting to get more attention especially regarding like anxiety and depression. But personally, from your knowledge, how are mental health issues similar or different in India than other parts of the world? Like, for example, America, like our school is very competitive and high achieving. So we usually talk about stress in the episodes that we release. But yeah, I want to know your opinion. So uh,
1: firstly, it's such a good thing that uh, the U.S. or America is so much open about these things, because I think it's really important. And in my opinion, India in terms of mental well being is very different than the US. Uh, Because, you know, in India, mental well being is still a topic, which a lot of people, especially the older generation are not aware about. Here, therapy is still considered a taboo. I mean, you know, the older people think that if their child wants to go in therapy, it means that they are insane or they they, they, they are just plain mad. Which is not the thing, you know, like psychologists and psychiatrists are two different professions. Uh, teens, you know, here teens are still scared to share their mental health issues with their parents because most of the parents does not understand what mental health issues are and why you know they just think that uh, teens are just making excuses for being lazy and not doing anything in life you know it's just very typical out here uh boys are still taught that boys don't cry girls do it's just pure sexism like India is very behind when it comes to uh, stopping sexism because it is really common like sexism is really common here and you know, in here, like you mentioned, schools are still not talking about mental health, feminism, LGBTQIA plus community, and so much more, you know. Like, I think schools are the place where children and the teens spend most of their times. And, you know, schools definitely should talk more about these things because these are so important. And this generally helps you in the real world, you know. So, you see, India is still on the development stage. But I hope it soon understands the importance of mental well-being. And I hope that with my regular efforts, I can bring like even like 0.1% change in the development stage of India.
0: Yeah, I think it does make a difference, at least with the people around you and the people that you're impacting. But I think it's an interesting thing you talk about therapy, because it's true. Earlier, you were saying how teenagers might have an issue with mental health especially when they don't know how to deal with these very new feelings that might not be talked about around them. Uh, They're scared to share with parents because they might not understand, or it's just like a very uncomfortable topic to be sometimes. So I think it's great if we can more normalize using a therapist who is a licensed professional that is trained in dealing with these specific issues
2: <laughs> your mental issues yeah and that's I, true because my um because I feel like it's a trend in general even in America with a lot of um, um immigrant parents they often like you say they don't, often don't believe in therapy and the idea of like mental health like you said with the older generation it's more stigmatized and that's what that's why when I talk to a lot of my friends, it's also a common theme. Oh, I don't wanna tell my parents because I know how they're gonna react. They're just gonna ignore me. So I think what you're trying to do is absolutely necessary and it's, it's great.
0: Yeah, and you also mentioned the disparity between the boys and the girls in India. And do you think with the different expectations placed on the different genders, if one or the other it makes it harder to deal with mental health and being open about it.
1: I totally do. I totally do. You know, like uh, even from... Childhood boys are taught that you know they can't go in the kitchen. You know, like just I'm talking about like a typical Indian household. Mm-hmm. You know, boys uh, even in their childhood they are taught that girls are meant to be cooking, not boys. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, I like there's there was like a famous uh, Bollywood movie I don't remember, but there was where you know there was the 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 hero and he wanted to uh, be a chef and his parents were like totally against it because they were like like being a chef is what girls do boys don't do that, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just there, you know, in India, there are different careers, you know, society has created different career careers for, you know, for both girls and boys, you know, boys cannot be makeup artists, girls only can be makeup artists, Mm -hmm. girls, can be chef boys cannot be chefs only boys can be in the police department girls cannot be in the police department so you know I don't know who created these rules you know because as far as I know there there are no rule books which I have read at least so you know I don't I don't understand who created these rules and I would like to meet the person who did that because these are like just useless rules in my opinion And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, with the youth taking over and as the teenagers are growing up, I think it is developing, you know, a lot of girls are starting to do different tasks. And, you know, it's just mixing up, but I just can't tolerate the people who are sexist. I mean, even in my, like, around me, there are so many people, so many relatives who are just super sexist and I just get so irritated. But... I think these definitely affects the mental health of both boys and girls. Because Mm -hmm. like I mentioned that boys are taught not to cry, because, you know, even, even from like a tender age, so this gives them the pressure to not cry. And, you know, they get bullied because of crying, you know, so they, they just don't, don't express themselves. And just putting and bottling up your feelings is such a bad thing. You know, you should let go of your feelings and crying is okay. And, I just it definitely affects your mental health, you know. Mm-hmm. I yeah, so yes, sexism definitely affects your mental health in a negative way.
0: Definitely, and I think that these these issues of sexism and the different expectations based on gender, they're going to be something that we're always going to be working towards for a, a very long time, because. You know, like, like you said, who created these, these rules and these rules, these expectations, they were created centuries ago, like already in my wonderful AP world history course that I Uh took taking the AP exam very soon, but we learned that these things are from different, different roles back in history of women and men, and then people, yeah, people develop this idea of superiority, these roles are better than this, uh, and then it translates into everyday life, like little children even, like where you are in India, here too, so yeah, it's something we're going to be working towards, but mm-hmm. I have hope.
2: Well, I hope so yep, do. Yeah, and I agree with Kira and Prisha as well, because I feel like this idea of sexism is a global issue. And like Kira said, I don't believe that we're gonna completely uproot sexism, but I feel like the main, I think, takeaway of the overall, um, in my opinion, the feminist movement is just respect others. I feel like we could achieve the bare minimum, like although they may not, you may not hold the same values as someone else, the most you could do is just respect them you No, know, like don't go out of your way to make their life miserable or don't go out of your way to force their beliefs on you because if they see that you're not forcing your beliefs on me I'm not going to force my beliefs on you so yeah and, That's true. Mm-hmm. and so like just this idea of mental health and now moving back to teens and mental health what are some steps that you think that teenagers can take to improve their mental health
1: Okay, so I'm not an expert at this, because I'm still figuring out things too. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, there are a lot of ways in which you can at least help your mental health situation. So firstly, there are a lot of self-help books which you can read. There are a lot of other self-help techniques as well as, you know, such as self-help journals, self-help websites, etc. And uh, self-help books have definitely helped my mental health situation because, you know, if you read something and it just stays with you, it just helps you motivate yourself. Secondly, if you are at the stage where self-help is not working for you, please go and seek help from a therapist, a good therapist really helps, you know. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, if you cannot afford a therapist or cannot see a therapist for other reasons, you can always talk to someone, you know, be it a friend, a family member, like anyone at all, just let it all out. And I hope anyone who is going through mental health issues, they finally find solace in their own beautiful selves. And do you use
0: therapy, Prisha?
1: I used to, I mean, I tried uh, different kinds of therapists, but unfortunately, I never found fa- found like a good therapist. That's why I mentioned a good therapist can really help <laughs> you. Because, you know, I think that not all therapists can help you, you know, because I have had some bad experiences when it comes to therapy, you know, and that does not mean that therapy is not useful. It is generally, it is obviously, but you know, you have to go to a good therapist because if you go to like any therapist they will probably just worsen your mental health situation that's what happened with me so yes I I, I did like I think I tried two or three of the therapists, and none of them worked for me trust me
0: yeah and I think we can use your apply your motto here try it out just try it out and don't let a bad experience with a therapist or with opening up to your loved ones about your mental health deter you yes. from improving that, so that
1: right try it out try everything out. yeah so like for me after i had like bad experiences with therapists obviously like i was young so i started journaling and i started like just reading self-help books and i also went through some self-help websites there are loads online you know which helps in mental health and just letting it all out so i think these all things help helped like me and yes, that's how I got the idea of jo- making journals because I used to journal for my own sake, and it helped me. So
2: yes. So recently, um, like in our episodes, and I'm pretty sure also of the global pandemic, COVID. Uh, how do you think COVID has affected teens' mental health? Do you think it, it helped positively or like negatively? Do you think it like improved it or made it worse? I think COVID has definitely affected everybody's mental
1: health in a negative way, you know, including the teens, adults, little children, like every age group, uh, you know, being logged up in our houses for like months, I think anxiety has become very common. You know, even now people have definitely become more anxious, introverted, unsocial, etc. You know, like I have some friends, like I have made some new friends, and they just tell me that they were so extroverted before COVID, but COVID has just turned them into introverts. And I think that is so true, because I myself have got some Uh, like habits which I didn't have earlier you know like my overthinking habit has developed after COVID like now like even if you tell me hi I overthink it like to another level which is a bad thing I have to get over it but yes I think it has affected everybody's confidence level as well like to uh like a little, like, like even not adults, but like, especially the teens, it has affected their confidence level. But I really like some of them has become more confident, some of them have become less confident. So it's just like personality based. Mm -hmm. But I really hope things keep on getting better. Because in India, things are getting better uh, in regards to COVID. And yes, I hope that people who are yet to realize how wonderful they are, that they realize it soon.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, And I think we should wrap it up here because we got a lot. But in general, I think it's very clear that there are there's a lot to be done across the world. I think here in America, we talked about sexism. We've made a lot of strides here. And in India, it's going to be a different situation uh, with more to do about sexism and mental health. Mm. But either way, regardless, even in America too, across the world, mental health is still going to be a concern that we're going to be working for. Mm. And Preisha is doing great. She has her involvement in Flamare. She's doing crayons. We'll definitely post all of the links that are relevant to check her out. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Regardless, I think it's great that we have this common goal mm. of expanding awareness of mental health and making sure we all know the importance of self-care
2: uh Claire is there anything else you'd like to add you pretty much said most of it I just wanted to just take this moment and just thank Prisha for coming to our podcast I hope to have you a guest again perhaps five years later so we can do like a cool little kind of time capsule moment but yeah um, I really hope that your business succeeds. Well, I'm pretty sure it's succeeding now. That made it sound bad, but I'm pretty. I hope that your business grows to be bigger, and I do hope that you're able to achieve all of the goals that you mentioned. For example, like expanding it into the future, and let's keep in touch. I would like that.
1: Yes, definitely. And thank you so much, Kira and Claire. I think I if it's like if I'm pronouncing it right I'm so thankful to be you know even talking to you guys today it was such a great conversation and I really hope that your podcast reaches like millions of people because (laughs) you guys are doing great trust me you guys are doing great and I just love your podcast and you guys are just amazing speakers I hope you, you you are already like so successful but I hope you keep on succeeding in the future as well. And thank you so much for your sweetest words throughout the podcast recording. It was so great to talk to you guys. And mm-hmm. I, I was re- it, it was really nice that we shared some common interests and, you know, common thoughts mm-hmm. too. And it was just great talking to you guys.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it was thank great. You. Great mm-hmm. conversation. Just to end off then, is there any last piece of advice to any of our listeners to the teenagers out there struggling with mental health
1: okay so I am too young to be giving out advices but from my what, personal experience yeah. yes I would definitely uh, try to convince you guys that each and everybody of you who is listening to us right now and even you Keira and Claire you guys are great and there's nobody who should be like deciding what you do in life only you should decide what you get to do and just just trust the process and if you are not at the stage where you want to be right now in life just wait be patient coming from an impatient person (laughs) but be patient and I'm truly sure that you guys will get what you want in like in the near future and I hope that you realize soon that how wonderful and how beautiful you are you you are from heart so
0: yes i think that will be it Mm -hmm. and just just to end off you're saying that you're like too young to give advice and that's totally true like we're just three people in this conversation we don't know your personal lives or anything uh we can only just tell you based off of our more limited experiences with our own mental health and um life experiences what we can do to help our mental health but other than that like, it's a very personal journey, and we're all in it individually and together. Um, but it's through conversations like these where we can hopefully
2: improve mental health for the, yeah, for the better. for everyone. like influencing the younger generation, because I'm sure eventually we'll have some younger listeners. So I think that's it. Yep. And we'll see you in the next episode of The Rift.
0: Bye. Yes. Bye.
2: <laughs>